Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. I apologize being late. We had to restart the computer system, so it took a little time. You can get involved by uh, going, up, going to our YouTube chat line, and uh, whatever your questions, comments are, you can do it. And thank you all for coming, too. Good morning again. And so I put my, I have a brand new biblical question. It's amazing. And the biblical question is, does the woman come from God or man? It's a shocking question. Does, does the woman come from God or man? Joel, what did you say? I asked Joel this question, and he, he just started laughing. <laughs> that the woman came from men, from man. The woman came from the man? Yeah. Oh. You say the same thing? Yeah. Oh, my. You say the woman came from man and not from God. Correct. Right? And why do you say that? Um, it's just what I've been taught and had that perception growing up. That, that she came from man? She came from man, indirectly from God, but from man. Do you want your rib back? <laughs> <laughs> no. What do you say? I say from God. From God. And why do you say from God? Because we're all created from God. So you say the woman came from God. Is this a good question? Yes, Have you thought about this lately? No. We used to talk about this a lot, but I haven't heard about it in so long that I had not been thinking about it. What do you say in the glasses? Uh, God. The, the woman came from God? Yes. And why do you say that? Uh, we're all created from God. Uh, yeah. Is that in the Bible? Yeah. Where? Uh-huh. <laughs> in the beginning, God created what? In the, in the beginning, God created the earth and the heaven. Right. And then what happened after that? Yeah. What was the last thing he did? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, me either. <laughs> we'll have to figure that one out. What do you say? I think a woman was created from man. Had you thought about this lately? So will you tell your woman, be quiet, you came from me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to correct her. So what? I have to correct her. That's right. Amazing. What do you say to Red? Woman came from man. Wow. They're going to put you out of the woman's club. <laughs> Amazing. So we got, that's my question for this week. I can't answer until Friday. But it's definitely food for thought. Uh, before I get rolling, anybody have any questions or anything you want to ask? A lot of new people here today. Anything? Any questions or comments or anything? Right here. Um, Hold on, put a mic there for me. Right there. Have you ever had an audience or church member come to you that has experienced something called sleep paralysis and being able to show proof and existence of demonic spirits? Because I've noticed on your show that you talk about how there's demons in the world and there's voices. And a lot of people, they're very visual. And without showing proof, they just think you're crazy, like a lot of my neighbors do. So I was wondering about that. Also, you mentioned that you had problems in your past with your son and you reunited and everything. And that's kind of like why I'm here is because I want to reclaim my son back. 
Oh, uh, okay. Thank you. Is this your first time here? Yes, it is. And you found us on YouTube? Yes. Oh, okay. And so the first question, have, have I discussed about demons and... Have you ever had anybody in your audience or church members experience anything called sleep paralysis? Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have problems with that. And Do you I, know what it is exactly? I'm part, pardon me for... It's, um, they have a difficult time, like, going to bed at night and sleeping straight through the night, right? Uh, it's actually when you're awake and something's holding you down. Oh, and, while you're in bed? Yes. Oh, okay. You and had that? Yes, they're usually called uh, incubus or succubus. Uh, and I, I've had that all documented on video. I've had that happen to me before. Yes. Well, I could be in the bed asleep. And then all of a sudden, I sense like a dark spirit just coming in the room and trying to hold me down. Yes. Yeah, I've had that. And I had to say the name Jesus to release right. me. Me too. But this time it was worse. I had five demons holding me down. Five of them? Yeah. What did they look like? Um, they're spirit orbs. Oh. I've got them on video, so maybe someday you could use them on your YouTube channel to show people what they look like. All right, send them to me. I will, thank you. Yeah. And were you afraid? This has happened before in my life, before I was saved, so I just kind of really didn't regard it as anything dangerous because I was always into, like, uh, ghosts and, you know, books and stuff like that when I was a kid and it's sci-fi. So I never really paid much of attention to it, but after I was saved, I started paying more and more attention to what was going on. Right. So when it did happen, I, I was terrified, Right. but I knew that... Some, there was some type of transgression going on when this was happening because I had never had my mouth covered by a spirit before. And it seemed like they knew that if I said the name Jesus, it would help me. So right. I, was, I had my mouth covered, and I, I thought about two people that I had hatred towards the most, which is my son and his mother. And I, in my mind, I had told them and through my heart that I forgive them for what they did. And then I had the strength to call out to Jesus' name when I did. I sat up in bed and the name was was spoken so loud out of my mouth and I did a video diary and that's when you could see all the demons just flying around me. Amazing. We have a home for young men and there was a young guy who lived there at one time uh, and he had those things happening all the time. Mm -hmm. Wherever he lived, yes. they would follow him. Yes, yes. But it was because he had a lot of anger. He was yes. real bitter. Yes. And so... So I told him it's not going to stop until he overcome the, yes, the spirit of darkness because he doesn't have anything to fight it off with. Yes. And once he forgave, it stopped. Mm -hmm. It ended. So that's what tends to draw them unto you. I still have them following me around. I just want to get, them, get rid of them completely. Are they here right now? Who knows? <laughs> Where's my cross? I got mine. Oh, you do? So, oh, good. How old is your son? He'd be 22 in October. And you don't have a relationship with him? We did in the beginning when he first, when we first stayed with each other. I was, he was born out of wedlock. Oh, that's unfortunate. But I did everything I could to always stay in his life because I love children. And then what happened? Um, she cheated on me with somebody else. Were you, oh, you guys were living together? Yes. Oh, and so your girlfriend cheated on you? Yeah. And then what happened? Um... I didn't know for about three months, and then she went ahead and uh, I let the relationship go because he was a very violent gang member, and she was seemed to be attracted to that. Right. I should have fought harder, but back then I was I wasn't man enough to stand up to anything like that. You should have fought harder for what? 
For the girl, for the woman? No, for my son to have oh. custody. Oh, okay. Because that guy yeah. became abusive and really beat the daylights out of her more than I did. Out of your son or out of her? Out of her. You to beat her? Yes. Uh, why to beat her? Because it was, a it was a reflection of how I was abused as a child, so I took it out on her. So did you know that at the time, I'm beating you because this no, is I a didn't. reflection? No. Why to beat her then in your mind? Because she resembled my mother. I oh. found somebody that was exactly like my mom. Yeah. You can't help it. No, you can't. But you didn't have any ownership to her because you were not her husband. Exactly. Oh, okay. But back then I was in my 20s. I, I understand. was about 20, between 23 and 26. I understand that. And so why can't you uh, get your son back? Um, he doesn't want to speak to me anymore. He lives in another state in Arizona. And his mother pretty much brainwashed him and convinced him that I'm an evil person. Right. And he knows that I've had two fifty-one fifties where I've committed suicide twice. And he's kind of mocked me about that. Oh, I see. But I understand that it's about anger because I really wasn't there for him. Right. Um, have you told him that? You apologize? No, I haven't because I didn't have the... I didn't have the knowledge or really the, right. the compassion to do that at the time. I was still full of anger. Yeah. So is there a way you could reach him? Um, his family on their side had told me not to contact them or else they're going to go ahead and call the police. Uh, is there a restraining order between you and your son? No, there isn't. But they can't, they can't call the cop if you just call them up to apologize. I understand. I don't know the laws too well, but I am willing to write him a letter, though. Yeah, write him a letter. Yes. And once you write the letter, leave it alone. Yes. And just... Continue to grow, and God will add it to you. It'll, it'll happen by itself. Yeah, and I'm working on moving out of my mom's house too, so that way. He you sees living me. with your mother? Sure, I do. How old are you? I am 48 years old. Uh, why are you living with your mother? Um, because she used to put me down when I was a kid and call me stupid, a donkey, pretty much everything that she hated about my mother or about my father. Excuse me, because yeah. my father had abandoned me after I was born. And so you can't move out. Um. I am going to be moving out. But prior to waking up, you, it was hard to move away from your mother? Uh, I was still going through a lot of difficulties in my life, and I wasn't financially ready. Oh, I see. You have a job? I'm going to be getting one. Oh, okay. Yeah, get, your, get a job and move out immediately. Yes, I'm working on that. Yeah. Step by step. Oh, good, man. Are you, uh, what I asked you earlier, are you doing, doing the silent prayer? Uh, after it started streaming, I, I started uh, understanding everything that was going on, you know, because sometimes it slows down at peak hours. So, yeah, I started doing it. It's like a meditation process, you know. Is it normal that it slows down, James? If he has a bad internet connection. Right. Oh, you have a bad internet. Yeah. Okay. Well, stay with the prayer. Write oh, a letter and let, let it happen on its own. Right on. It'll happen. Good, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, Cheryl, you say you had demons come out of you? Not demons, but the sleep paralysis. If, oh. I would, if I would meditate when I would sleep, like on my back, um, it just, I wasn't awake and I wasn't fully asleep, but it was almost like something caught my foot. Like, it almost something like grabbed me right away, and I, I couldn't move. And uh, he's right, I had to call out, uh, like, gee, like, help me. Right, yeah. I don't have that so much anymore, but I have experienced that. It's very scary. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. Last week, uh, you told me I had evil uh, because of this uncle that I got into a huge debacle with. Uh, and I did what you suggested. You I went called, to your uncle? I, I called him up. Um, 
and I asked him, uh, the, the, I, the, the forgiving part was hard, for having him forgive me. I mean, for him, me to forgive him was, was kind of hard to say. Why? Because I, I thought he'd get mad or say, why are you, you know, <laughs> you know need to forgive me? Right. Know? But I did it, and it turned out great. It turned out great. Yeah. So I tried it on my son, who I have a similar situation. Uh, How old is your son? He's uh, 19. Oh, okay. And wants nothing to do with me. The father is in his corner about that. And um, I reached out to him and did the same thing and did not get a good, didn't get what I wanted. Um, but what you told me as well was that the results his on his 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 deal is his deal. Right. Let him alone. Yeah. And I put it out there. I I let him vent. I let him say what he needed to say. Oh, good. True or untrue. Yes. It was really hard for me to go. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I did nothing like that. That's good. And um, uh, just leave it up to God. Yeah. Now. Be done with it. I'm done with it. What type of result did you want? I wanted him to say, "I forgive you, Mom." Why? I, um, because I'm not—I'm not the same mother as I was nine years ago. Oh, okay. And I—I'm uh, better, and um, I want him to experience that with me. Yeah, but he may have to suffer, so let him suffer. Yes. Until it may. T- some people wake up without pain, and other people need pain to wake up. They, is, they have a hard head. I was, uh, and so you, you just have to let them suffer and die. If they die, that's fine. If they live, that's fine. But you have to let them suffer. I had to do that with my son. I just, just let him suffer. I apologize for what happened, not being there, and having him out of wetlock and all that. And then I was done with it, and years later, he finally woke up. So you have to let him suffer. Make sure you continue to pray because you want to be what's right. You want to not just do what's right. You want to be it and have faith in God. And it's amazing what he would do. But if your son does not come back, it won't be a problem. Feel like you never missed it. Right. So let it go. All right. Are you doing the prayer? Yes, I am. Uh, What do you think about it? I I think that I, I got to the point where I can't wake up without it. Yeah. It's part of me now. That's right. Oh, good. And that way you stay connected to the Father. Yes. Instead of Satan. Great, great. Anybody else have any questions or comments or anything? Yes, sir. Uh, On the entities thing, um, I used to laugh at that stuff. Yeah. All it took was one time. all I can say is just be strong and, you know, continue on that path. Cause yeah. It doesn't matter if you believe in it. That it'll just happen to you without warning if you're not on the path. And this happened to be years ago. But pretty much exactly what you described. Uh, I didn't see orbs. I saw black smoke. But the urge was to call out for the Father. And I wasn't even religious at the time. And that's what I did. I actually thought it was a dream when it first happened. But over the years, I've looked back and I'm like, that was that was... So yeah. Really weird dream. <laughs> and, um, ma'am, uh, I didn't speak to my mom for a really long time. Uh, Jesse's right. Until I'm done suffering, then I'm going to try to make that connection. I mean, I've, I've done that. But I'm saying, like, your son, it's, uh, 
patience. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. You have to let go and let God, really. And it will work. The moment you let go, things start working for you. But when you're trying to will things to be, then you just create a problem for yourself. Our battle is a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil. And we are not in charge of anything. Only the ego life for us to think that we're in control. And in reality, we're not in control of anything. I was looking at this movie last night, and it was about a professor uh, and some young girl in his classroom. And he was like 40-something years old, and she was 20-something. And this young girl hit on this guy. And he was married, and he knew he should not be messing around with this girl, right? But she was like pushy and just all over him. Pretty lady. And uh, eventually she asked for a ride home and from school. And the guy said, well, oh, I know I should not be doing this. I should not be doing this. But okay, I'll do it one time. And so he gave her a ride home. And then the next thing, she wanted to go to lunch. And just pulling him in, right? And all the while he said, I know I should not be doing this. This is not going to turn out very well. He was literally saying, I could lose my job. But she kept seducing him and seducing him and seducing him until finally she got him in bed. And he ended up losing his job. And so the point is, we like to think we're in control, but we're not. Have you ever done things that you can't believe you did? And you say, wow, I can't believe I did that. I would never, ever do it. And it's almost destroyed you, too. And you're like, oh, my God, what was wrong with me? I knew I should not have done it. Anybody ever done that? Yeah. And so, and then, you know, you, you get in trouble. And then the trouble passed. And while you're in trouble, you're saying, I'm never doing that again. That was insane. I would never do it again because the pain is there now. And the fear and all that. And then as soon as time goes by and the problem seemed to be resolved, you go right back to it. Isn't that like amazing? That's because we are not in control. And you're not conscious enough to know that you're not in control. Something else is controlling you. I had that problem with ice cream. <laughs> I, I, I used to eat so much ice cream, I got like really fat. And then I went home to a family reunion back down to Alabama. And the local paper uh, asked me for an interview. And the headline was, Hometown boy, make it big. <laughs> I saw my picture in that paper. I, I'm like, yeah, I made it big, all right. <laughs> I did not. I was so fat. I'm like, wow, that was shocking. I wanted to hide the paper from the family members. <laughs> and, but I realized I'm taking this off, you know. But the ice cream, I was eating so much. I with me, I like um, uh, butter, butter pecan, black walnut. And I like to take a bowl and put a whole bunch of it in there and then put some cookies in there. Anybody have done that? It's so good. <laughs> put some cookies in there. Sometimes I throw a, a few extra peanuts in there. And then to top it off, I put a strawberry pop in there. Just, oh, my God. Anybody ever had? I know the black people had it with strawberry pop, right? Oh, God, you have not lived. And I would get this bowl of stuff and go sit in front of the TV, and it's over. I was in paradise. But you didn't see, I didn't see myself getting fat. Because fat sneaks up on you, you don't know it until it's there, and it's hard to take it off. 
But I, and I used to go to the store and say, I'm not buying any ice cream. I'm not going to buy it. Just lying to myself all the way to the store, right? And then I get into the store, I say, oh, I'm going to get a little one. <laughs> and then I would get to the thing, and the big one is sitting there. I'm like, well, I'll take the big one, but I'm just going to eat a little bit. <laughs> just lying. But it was because at the time I didn't realize I was not in control of my own life. I now realize that I was not in control. I have never made a decision in my whole life. We don't make decisions. Have you noticed that? Who think that they make decisions in life? Nobody? So all of you know that you don't make decisions? I'm not sure. You're not sure? Uh, and why not? You think you might make decisions? No, this idea that I've never made a decision in my you life never is, made is one. new to me, so I'm thinking about it. Right. Um, the only problem I would have is where I would get my responsibilities from. I guess the answer would just be God and trust that God is making those decisions through me. Right. Is that kind of the line of yes. thought you want to take that in? It's either Satan making a decision for you or God make them. One or the other. Not both, but just one or the other. The one that you serve. And most of the time in that fallen state, well, not most of the time, it's always Satan in that fallen state. But it seems because it sounds like my voice, so I'm making a decision. But you're really not. Because just think about some of the things you have done. You would never do that to yourself or to others. It's like something else made you do it. And that's why you must be born again so you can overcome that fallen state and be guided about what is right. That's the only way your life's going to get better. And it's so amazing, too, when you switch gods. Uh, your mindset changed. I was just thinking this morning, it's so amazing to just live a life without having to make decisions. You don't even think about thoughts. You're just living, and life is just opening up. It's an amazing way to live. And so that's what I'm trying to get you to. And the way to get there, you have to see that you're wrong. And once you see that you're wrong... Everything starts to change. I had a call from a, a young guy who's about 18 or 20, so in that age range. He said he grew up in Alabama. His mother was a bad person on drugs and all that. And so when he turned 17 or so, she sent him to live with his father. And he said that he noticed that his father acted just like a woman. He didn't grow up with his father, but he knew, he saw that she acted that way, that he acted that way. He had no patience. He was moody. He just wasn't a nice man. He used to think to himself, wow, my father just like a woman. And then he found my YouTube channel, and he heard me talking about how you become like what you hate. You take on your mother's spirit if you resent her. And that's why most men, every male that has that spirit is a woman. Every man that's angry is a girl. How many men here have anger? The rest of them scared to hold up their hands, huh? <laughs> and the way I get men to see that right away, they said they have anger. I said, oh, you're a girl, huh? No, I'm not a woman, but you are. And every man that has anger is a woman, and most of the time that anger comes from the mother. And, and I want you to pay attention. Anytime a man gets angry, he overreacts, he's ready to fight, he can't discuss anything, he doesn't know how to deal with the issues of life, he's a woman. He's not necessarily gay, but he has his mother identity because you become like what you hate. And you can become gay that way too. 
because they should hate their mother so much until that spirit grows in them. And, uh, and so this boy said, my father was just like a woman. And I just wanted to tell you that I heard you say he couldn't help it and, and to go and forgive him. And he went to his father and he told him, I'm sorry for being angry at you because you act like a woman. You don't have patience. You have no sense and all that. And he said that his father apologized and told him about his life. And he, like, and he was a country boy, too. He had that southern accent. And he would tell me how his father said his mother used to beat him over the head and was really cruel to him. And he didn't realize he was doing that to his son. But he said, when, when my father, when I apologized to my father, he said, I, could, I woke up. I was able to see. And beforehand, I didn't know I could not see. And I really want to stress that. Everyone who has anger cannot see. You can see intellectually, but that's not seeing. That's a physical seeing. And it doesn't change your soul. It doesn't change you at all. But all angry people are blind because Satan is their father. They're in a fallen state. And God is not going to give you his wisdom in that fallen state. He's not going to allow you to see. But this young kid was saying, I can see. And I didn't know I was blind, but I can see it. I wanted to say thank you because now I can see. And then he said his best friend had a girlfriend. He's like, I'm trying to tell my best friend he's dating his mother, too. But he won't listen. So I just said, let him suffer. I want you to let people suffer. Don't get in their way of suffering. Because sometimes they would crowd to God and then they'll wake up. But if they don't, let them die. Really, let them die because if you keep them around, they're going to destroy your life. And don't be feeling sorry. Oh, I don't want my baby to die. Let your baby die. Because your baby will come back and kill you. <laughs> so, it's, you know, you let people suffer. I had a woman call my show this week. And she was like all emotional and upset because she had destroyed her sons. And she said two of them, adult sons, are still living with her. And I said, well, if you let them stay there, they're going to hate you. And she said, I see that already, at least one of them. I said, let them go. Put them out. Don't let them stay there. If you love them, let them go. And she started crying. She said, no, I can't do that. Isn't that amazing? Because she emotionally needs them to live off them, to suck life away from them. So she'd rather suck, even though she doesn't want to, she'd rather suck the life out of her sons than to put them out and let them suffer. It's an amazing thing. It's a spiritual battle. But once you wake up, you're on your way. It's going to be amazing once you wake up. All right. So you got to stay with the prayer. And if something happened in your life that seemed bad, don't trip out on it. Relax. Don't judge it. Relax. If you have pain, go to the pain and relax in the pain. And, and you'll see the miracles happen in your life. But if you fight it one iota, if you call it names or anything, you're going to lose. You can't have an opinion about it. If you're no good, it's enough to just see that you're no good. If you're a liar, a thief, a slut, a uh, uh, slut maker, uh, <laughs> just see you're a slut maker. No big deal. Knowing that you are and that's not what you want to be, it'll change. Because we are a spirit and everything we do is spiritual and we have no control over anything. And it's so nice to know that because Satan can't play with your mind. Life opens up for you. Everything works out. 
and then you grow as a son or daughter of God. God never meant for us to be carrying on the way we are. Christ put everything back in order. It's all been put back, but we've been taught wrong. We've been uh, intellectually taught, and it just messed us up. The moment you pop out of the womb, your mama started teaching you, say hello, say thank you, say goodbye, all that stuff is not good. All right. Any questions? Yes, sir. Um, I thought about this on the way here. Um, do you give money to homeless people? No. I used to, but then I realized they were using me. Do not give money to homeless people on the corner. It's a ripoff. There was a guy who used to be at the post office over here, and he would collect like thousands of dollars. Because the people were walking by, just putting it in. A lot of Jewish people go over there, too. And they were putting in money. And one day, this, this homeless guy showed me all this money he had. I'm like, wow, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> but don't do that. It's all the game. You don't have to do it. There are homeless shelters around. There are other ways that these people can do it. Most of them, are, many of them are drug addicts. And they use that money for alcohol and drugs. Do you give it to them? I... Yeah, I do. Well, I, I don't make a habit of it, but on the way here, I was at the gas station, and I did, but I didn't feel like I did something charitable, or I didn't feel good about myself for it. I just felt it was easier to throw money at the situation to get the guy away from me. And, Beta. Uh, you know, yeah, it's true. And they love ripping off white people. Because right. white people want to be nice, and they just drop money in there all day long. And then they look around to make sure someone saw them drop the money in, so they can get that feeling. But say no. Really, say no. And uh, they have a way of doing it, too. They get right in your face. And then they look, there's this, um, look like a gypsy woman that's standing at the post office sometimes. One day I saw this woman come up with her husband in a beautiful car. And they unloaded the little baby and set up shop and, and the man took off. And then they sit there and look so pitiful. Oh, I saw your husband just drop me off, lady. You're not getting my money. It's a game. Don't do it anymore. You're hurting rather than helping. And then they get mad at you if you don't get any money. Have you ever had them get angry at you? Why are you getting mad at me about my money? But it's a game. Don't do it. All right. Have you overcome your anger? Um, I would probably say no. You have not? And why not? Um, Is this your first time here? Yes, sir. Uh, and what's your first name? Robert. Why haven't you overcome your anger, Robert? It doesn't take but a minute. Um, I've, I, don't, I don't really have an answer. I want to. I'm trying to. By doing what? Um, not letting my thoughts control. You know, like you said, realizing that my thoughts are state, just, they're, none of my thoughts are real. They're, they're have safe. you gone and forgiven your mother? No, not yet. Why not? That's the way it'll happen just like that once you face her. Yeah. Are you afraid to? Yeah. You know, for how old are you? 36. And you're afraid of your mother? Yeah. Are you married? Yes. You married? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> He's married, scared of his mama. And so are you afraid of your wife too? Uh, no. You're not afraid of your wife? No. You're not afraid of your wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> you stand up to your wife? Yes. Without being angry? Um, no. So you don't stand up to her then? I guess not, no. Yeah. You're married to your mother. You realize that, right? I'm starting to realize that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is it like knowing that you married your mama? Uh, it's frustrating. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. And, and why? 
because um, I like, you know, I want to think I'm, you know, above that and that I've made my own decisions. Right. But I haven't. No. Right. Uh, uh, go and forgive your mother, then it'll be over with. Yeah. It's the toughest thing you will ever have to do in life. But once you do it, I had that fear. I was scared of my mama too. And I was 38 years old. And all I wanted to do was to go and forgive her, right? And I didn't realize that whomever you're angry at control you and you're afraid to stand up to them unless you're angry. And then when you're angry, you stand up to them. That's the wrong way of doing it. And so, so when I'm going to forgive my mother, I had this fear just, it just all over my body. And I'm like, wow, I'm 38 years old. I'm afraid of my mother. And I realized it because she had no patience. I resented her. But I went and did it anyway, and right away everything changed. And I'm not afraid of anything or anybody. Yeah. Now, if you want to fight physically, I just get my bodyguard. But when it comes to standing up to people, no fear at all. It's just left because when you overcome the anger, the fear disappears as well. Everything, all that doubt, worry, all that stuff is taken away from you. And you're given perfect love. But you've got to face your mother. Will you do it? Yeah, I'll do it. When? Um, next available opportunity, maybe next weekend. Where, does she live near you? About an hour away. Oh, why not go today and do it? Um, you have children? No. Oh, good. How long have you been married? Uh, two years. Two years, okay. Uh, you should go and forgive your mother, especially before you start having children. Otherwise, your wife going to destroy your kids. Does she hate you? My mother or my wife? Your wife. Um, I, I certainly hope not. <laughs> you can't tell? Do you get on her nerves? No, I, I, don't, I don't think she hates me. I don't think we hate each other. Ask her, does she resent you when you get home? Okay. All right? If you weak with her, she resent you. Right. Because women hate weak men. Right. They really do. They need men to be strong so that they can come out of their hell. So go and forgive your mother. Let me know what happened. Okay. And don't plan what you're going to say. Wait until you get there. And don't say, Mom, I love you, but Mom, I'm sorry what I did to you. Because you didn't do anything to her. She did it to you. And everything you did back to her, you're just giving her back what she did to you. You can't help yourself. All right? All right, buddy. Um, this week, last week, uh, this week, I got a call from a young lady who was about to commit suicide. And she had gone to college. She has all kinds of degrees. She happened to be a black woman. She has all type of degrees. She had a beautiful home. She had lots of money. And she was on the verge of committing suicide. So I get this call from her family member. And I talked to her. And she said that she had had like three or four abortions from the age of 18 to her age now. And that while she was going through school, she was told that it wasn't a baby. It doesn't matter. Don't let it get in the way of your education and blah, 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 right? And so she had all these abortions. And now that she has all the material things that she needs and all that, she, she feels guilty from the abortions because they convinced her it wasn't a baby. And now she's empty. She feels guilty. And she wanted to die from that. And so I thought about that. I told her what to do. You know, how to, the moment she realized that she was wrong, then God forgave her. And so don't let Satan feed her mind about it, make her feel guilty. And so I told her how to do the prayer. But what I realized is that abortions, it, abortions just gone out of control in this country. 
these young women in these universities are killing babies inside of the womb like nothing. It's like uh, lighting up a joint, smoking weed. Who knows what a joint is? What I used to do, it was called joint. I think it's called blunt now, right? You smoke weed? No, uh, <laughs> but they, they, But what I realized that, and according to her, and I've heard it before, the teachers have taught her that it's not a baby. So you're not going to feel anything, but you do feel something. Because you're taking a life, you're going to feel guilty. And then the fathers, the primary thing, the reason that this has been taken out of control, gone out of control, is because the men have been taken out of the issue. When men are removed from these issues, Satan take over through his children and just destroy. That's why they get rid of the man first. And so now that men are not involved in the bullshit issue, it's gone out of control. There was a case down somewhere where a, uh, James, remember this story where this girl was a high school, uh, about to graduate from high school, and she, um, she was pregnant or something? Oh, yeah. And you yeah, remember she that? Yeah, and she got kicked out of the Christian school. Right, oh, yeah, she was in a Christian school. She got pregnant, and they found out she was pregnant, so they, it was graduation time, but they kicked her out. They wouldn't let her walk. They kicked her out and then they took her back, but then wouldn't gonna wasn't gonna weren't gonna let her walk. Right, and the abortion the anti-abortion people stood up for the girl. Is that right? Right. There was a bunch of pro-life women who spoke out against the school. And Isn't that in amazing? Favor of the girl. Christian school, the pro-life group, because men are not involved. When men are not involved, whether it's in the home or in a business or anywhere, there's no logic anymore. There's no light. And so we got to bring the men back to God and women, but especially the men, because if we get them right, we can help the women through this stuff. And so they were, this is a Christian school, and the pro-life people fought against the school. And I had the woman on the show. Yeah. What was her name? There were, um, I forget her uh, name, but it was Students for Life, the yeah. president. And did she hang up on me? I forget. I don't think she hung up, but she wasn't happy. Yeah. Yeah. But we got to come back to that spiritual order, folks. It got because abortion. How many people think abortion is fine? Or you thought it was at some point? Oh, okay. Why did you think it was okay to have abortion? I think I... Oh, thanks. I used to think it was okay, but now I I know it's like, it's murder, it's evil. Yeah. I I was just really caught up in all the liberal propaganda for so long. Yeah. And what changed your mind about it? I had a, a buddy from work, and he was born in 1950s, but he, he helped, like, red pill me into everything and to um, kind of, like, getting on the side of Donald Trump and all that. Yeah. And he was telling me how he was adopted, but I, so I was, he was telling me, yeah, if I was born in the 60s or <clears throat> early 70s, like, he may have been aborted. So that yeah. kind of just got me thinking. Oh, good, man. And why did you think it was fine? I didn't know any better, just following other people and... I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, turned out around, I kind of carry a lot of guilt because I advised my younger brother to get one when he got pregnant out of wedlock. Your brother got pregnant? Yeah. Oh, maybe his wife, you know. Oh, like, his wife now, got now pregnant? Wife. Now they're married. Oh, they were but, dating at first. Yeah. And she got pregnant. <clears throat> and yeah. you told him to have her have an abortion? Yeah. Wow. And what made you do that? I was an idiot. Yeah. You apologized to him since? Not yet. Why not? Uh, I don't know how to. How about just say, hey, brother, I'm sorry that I encouraged you to do that. I didn't know it better. I was wrong. It's just that easy. 
Now that you can see that it's wrong. This is your first time here? Yeah. And any questions for me? Uh, not right now. I'm just trying to soak it all in. Have you overcome your anger? I'm trying, <clears throat> trying to. By doing what? I need to go talk to my mom. Yeah. Why have you done it? I've been watching your show for like two weeks straight. Just... <laughs> and why have you done it? I don't know, but I think I'm going to do it today. <laughs> Are you afraid? Yeah. You're afraid. Isn't that like amazing? Scared of mama. No one of these marriages are not working. Because you're afraid of your wife, too. And so you're, how old are you? 36. Amazing. Are you dating? Uh, yeah, but I'm kind of pulling back from that because I'm not in any condition to do it if I can't take care of these other things. That's right. Your wife going to end up beating you up. <laughs> Has she beat you yet? No. Your girlfriend? The last one was uh, emotional abusive, yeah. She, your last would beat you? No, she just tried to get uh, really abusive and uh, would like to, just like my mom, tried to yell. Yeah. And get me to like, go in, get on, and then we both start yelling at each other. And, yeah. Have you, have you been intimate with this girl that you're with now? Yeah, but I regret that. You regret it? Yeah. A- and why? Because it changed things. Like you, you, you'd said on a couple different shows. Yes. And I can already see it already changing. And it's, it sure does. So do you recommend that? Guys, don't do that until marriage. Absolutely. Let them hear you say that. Look at all these guys. You got guilty. There's real, there are real strings attached to it. Yeah. Do not get intimate until marriage. Because even once you get married, you're going to do it, but at least you're under the umbrella of God, right? So you'll be able to deal with the hell you're going to get anyway. And that way you have a way out. <laughs> but without that, you don't have God's help in it. And because the moment you do that, you give your soul to her. She owns you. She really does. And that's why it's best to wait. Yes, sir. That's good for you, man. Go for, where's your father? He passed away. Uh, how, how old were you when that happened? Uh, 20. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so you going to go deal with her today? Yeah, I think I have to. Yeah, you're going to shake in your boots and be all nervous, out of breath. But once you face the bull, it's the last time you have to do it. All right? Thank you, sir. Will you let me know how it goes? Yes, sir. Does she live near you? Yeah. How okay. close? Uh, I'm, in her, I'm in her guest house right now. <laughs> oh, my God. No one in the world going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> all, the, all the men living with Mama. You're supposed to spread away from Mama. Why are you living in her guest house? She's terminally ill, and I felt like I'm the most capable, and I've always been there to help, and I feel like I owe it to her. And I, she made a girl out of you, huh? Yeah. Wow. Beta male. <laughs> you have sisters? No, all brothers. All brothers. Yeah. Are you the baby? Second, oldest. Oh, okay. Get away, man. Buy her a nurse or something to go by and take care of her. But get away. You got to fight for your life. All right? And if she's ill, it's best to get it done right away because it's harder for some people when their parents have died to, to let it go. All right? Don't think about it. Don't plan what you're going to say. Just go in there and do it. And then you'll be free. God said if we want to be free, we must forgive. You can't, you can't write a letter and do all that. Unless you have no other choice like he does. But you got to go and face her so you can get your courage back. Because men are afraid of their mothers. And likewise, they're afraid of the women that they date. They're afraid of their wives because they're afraid of mama. But I'm telling you, once you face her, it, you'll be free. It'll be over. And it's going to be amazing to live a life without fear. So you got to do it, man. I will. 
all right, and move out of the guest house and let the, uh, the nurse or somebody live there. And you go live your life. All right, any questions? Any other questions? No, sir. All right, any, anything? So do you still, in the glass, do you still have anger? Uh, yes. Hold on a minute. Uh, how old are you? Uh, 22. You're 22? Yeah. And you have anger? Yes. And why haven't you gone and, and forgiven your mother? Uh, I know. You don't know? Are you afraid? No. You're not afraid? No. Then why don't you go forgive her? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't have an answer. You don't have an answer? Or you don't want to tell me? Um, I guess I just don't want to tell you. What? <laughs> And you heard me say you got to go and forgive, right? Yes. And you said to yourself, I don't need to do that? Um, I feel like it'd be embarrassing. To me, it's embarrassing, to I guess, if I, I'd feel embarrassed to go apologize to my mom. For being angry at her? What's that? You feel embarrassed to apologize for being angry at your mother? Yes. And why do you feel embarrassed? Uh, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's the way I feel. I just feel embarrassed. I feel it, like it's embarrassing. I don't, I don't know. Are you, uh, do you live with her? Yes. <laughs> that's why. She'll put you out, right? No, you got to do it, man. I, I, I've never heard anyone say they feel embarrassed to go and forgive her. Anyone felt that way before? Oh, you felt that way? Why do you feel embarrassed? Oh, come right here, Mark. Let him, let him hold on to it for a minute. Why do you feel embarrassed? No, oh, just uh, it was uh, thinking about the awkwardness walking up to her and saying all that stuff because it's never been brought up before. Right. Um, but I got through it. I did it. And it affected my home life. Yeah. For the better. That's right. So what would you say to him? Just do it, brother. <laughs> this sounds like an AA meeting, huh? Just do it. <laughs> Listen, you really need to do it because you're going to get beat up in the world. Because you seem shy, you know, you don't seem like a man of courage. And women are going to suck the life out of you. They're going to take advantage of you. And you're shy, and you're like, you have a job? Yes. Yeah. You know that you're shy? Yes. And you know you appear weak? Yes. You do. What does it feel like knowing you that way? Uh, sad, I guess. Yeah. And why do you feel sad about it? Because uh, I don't feel like I'm the top dog, I guess. I feel like I'm at the bottom. Yeah, you are, buddy. And if you don't forgive your mother, you're going to stay at the bottom. Because the women are going to take advantage of you. Your male friends will take advantage of you. You're going to be trying to please people just to get along, to have friends. And they're going to always take advantage of you. And you're not going to be happy with yourself. Where's your father? Uh, at home. He lived there too? Yes. Really? Can you ask him to go with you to talk to your mother? Yes. Is he afraid of your mother? No. Uh, he can deal with her? Yes. Are you close to your father? Yes. Okay. Well, ask your father to go with you. Okay. And that way, if uh, she goes off, he can handle her. But you've got to do it. Your whole world would change. How, how did you find out about us? Uh, my brother. That's your brother? Awesome, man. Yes, that's my brother. That's, you my, got, my, my, dad got, my dad got remarried. 
Oh, I'm about to say you got a little anything alike. Yeah, I'm half half Latin. He's, he's full. You have what? I'm half Latin, half white, and he's full white. That's amazing. Yeah. And so, so I bring him here. I love you. Oh, You're thank awesome. you, man. Yeah. This your first time here? Yeah. And so, did you know he? You, did I bring you, him. I bring you, him on purpose. You know he had that problem. Yeah. Did you know he had this problem? Yeah, we've been talking about it for a couple of days. Have you told him to deal with his mother? I barely dealt with my mother. Yes, uh, I've been talking. You went and dealt with your mother. Yes. And what was it like? Uh. Were you nervous? I, I, I wasn't. No, uh, I have stuff to deal with my father, so that feels kind of more nervous. But dealing with my mother, she was um, she was around in my life when my dad, my father raised me and my two other brothers. Then he met um, his mother, got married. Um, then uh, my dad had two other kids, so um, <clears throat> I had the problem with my mother. But going to her, it wasn't. I maybe because she was never there, because he has to live with his mother day in and day out. Yeah. But my mother was never there, so it wasn't. It wasn't nothing. It was it was a little a little I mean a little nerve wracking, but it wasn't. I knew I was gonna do it, and I did it. Right. So, but my father, it's been a couple of days since I did it with my mother, and I can tell that I'm I'm more worried about talking to him. And what are you afraid of? Uh, my dad's a good uh, a good guy, a godly guy, and I just don't. I, I feel like I'm gonna hurt his feelings. Your dad is a godly guy. Yeah. I thought you said he had babies by three different women. He he was you know he, it wasn't like that though. He got married to the first one, had babies. Um, my mom left. Yeah, he got divorced. And he found her, uh, got married, and then he had the babies. Oh, I see. So are you guys riding together today? Yes. So, but you don't live with him, right? No. Okay, so when you know. drop him off, go in there with him so he can deal with his mother. <laughs> I, I, his, his, his mother's scary to me. She's scary to me. No, but she, I, I don't, I want to say, I'm going to say it honestly. I don't see her, I've never seen them talk. I was talking to him about this today. I've never seen him and his mother or my other brother talk to their mother. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, she's angry with them and she's nice to them. I, I don't know what's going on. So, but with me, we always had problems. You know, the, you say the whole stepmother thing. Yeah. Stepmother. So it was, uh, I left my house when I was 15 because my stepmother, uh, I didn't like that she was there. Yeah. My mom wasn't there and all that. Yeah. So, so. so, but your father's there right now. My father's there right now. So can you go in today and deal with your father? Yeah, uh, d- yeah, definitely. Okay. When you drop him off, and then maybe then the three of you can deal with the woman. <laughs> she's she's a she's a good woman. I mean, no, she's not. <laughs> You're not afraid of good women. <laughs> she's not a good woman. She, she's a godly woman. I mean, oh I, lord. <laughs> she's a woman. So you I mean, have never seen them her. communicate or anything. He's afraid of, and she's a good woman, a godly woman. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't be afraid of a godly woman because a godly woman is of love, of God's love. So you wouldn't be afraid of her. So can you st- go in when you drop him off? And, and well, he has his car in my house. I'll go, I'll go with him to, to my dad's house. Yeah. Oh, okay, will you deal with your father? Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, and then the three of you deal with the woman. Three men against one woman. <laughs> you don't think it would be better if, if I left and they did it with their family alone? Well, wait and see. But no, he may need all the help he can get. I've never, I don't even know if she'll talk in front of me because I'm telling you, I've never seen them have a conversation. Yeah. Like, go, get, go help dad or do this. I've never seen them. Well, stay there with him and help him out. Right. Just let him know that, let her know. If your father won't do it, you go to her and say, what's your first name? Austin. Austin want to talk to you about something. Right. And then stay there so he'll feel a little better. All right? Will you do that? Yes. Yeah, he needs your help. And then you forgive her. Because I feel for you, man. You're going to get beat up. By those women in the world today, they, don't, they, don't, they take names and kick butts. 
and they're going to take advantage of you. Have you ever dated? Yes. And did she take advantage of you? No. Why not? Uh, I wouldn't let her control me. She tried to? Yes. Okay. Good. Well, forgive your mother. You'll be fine. Okay. All right. Make sure you do the prayer, too. Man, I'm glad you brought him. So you brought him and hope he get some help? Yes. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, if you wouldn't want him to come, I told him, because I told like probably like 10 people, my friends and family, yeah. they all have found reasons not to come here, because right. they've all seen your videos and talked about you. <laughs> and uh, I asked him, I asked him, and he was just, right on. I was like, okay, let's go. Right on. And so, make sure you help him today. Because the moment you do it, in that very moment, you'll be free. Really, you will. You will have perfect peace, and you would just, life would just unfold. That's why I want you to go and do it, because we need some real soldiers out there now. We need men and women who really believe in God and who, and who have become that way. You say you felt embarrassed to talk to your mother? Oh, Did yeah. In fact, I didn't even, it was decades ago, but I didn't even do it right. I mean, as soon as she came on with, with her... Uh, I did the best I could, and it was your father, and all this kind of stuff. I like folded the flag and <laughs> and uh, went the other direction. Amazing. Yeah. And so, you, are you free today? More so, yeah. You I know, mean, she's already passed, so I can't. She's already died, so I can't, you know, go back and. But you get still it right. can forgive her. Yeah. By realizing she couldn't help herself. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, how about you? Did you forgive your mother? Hold on for the mic there. This is so much fun. Um, no. And why not? I'm, I'm just trying to. I've been trying to like my whole life pretty much. So I think I'm still trying to. So. But if we say trying, what are you doing in your trying? Uh, well, first of all, I'm listening to you, so I'm getting a different perspective because I, you know, was in the Christian church, yeah, and so that helped me a lot. Helped me a lot realize a lot of things, you know, and the effect that she had on me. So I'm still getting there, but um, praying, obviously, and and what are you praying just, for? Um, I guess to have peace with. I know I can't change her. Like right. to me, I cannot change her at right. all. So it's just to have peace with it. Just have peace with it. But you're not going to get peace by praying for it. So listen, folks. You can't read the Bible and get it. You can't pray for it and get it. You can't buy love. You got to go and face her and forgive her. You can pray until the cows come home. But if you don't face her, you're never going to have it. Okay. And see, you're afraid of her, so you try to get around having to do it. Isn't that right? Right. There's no other way around it. No, she's pretty scary. <laughs> this is my sister, so she knows too. <laughs> oh, God. Because we have to deal with it on holidays and just deal with, you know, just her controlling. Yeah. The controlling and the guilt trips and just everything. Like, I don't know how she does it, but she just does it. Like, she does it to all of us. She does, she it, does it by sucking the life out of you guys. Yeah. She's living off you. Every time you overreact, she got your life. Or every time you don't say no to her when you should be saying no. She got your life. She's living off you. That's why she wants you over there every holiday. So like mom, like, 4th of July is coming up. I need some new energy. Can you come over for Thanksgiving? Uh, or the 4th of July. She's sucking the life out of you. You're going to have to face her. Ain't no way around it. Take Doug with you. Are you afraid to face her too? No. So why haven't you? 
Well, I want to, and I actually, when I started seeing your videos, I told her to start watching them because I feel like it's something we need to do. Right. So. So why don't you guys, Mary, don't make, why are you making that noise? You didn't take your medication? <laughs> Anybody have an extra antidepressant? <laughs> um, why don't you go together and do it? I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. I think it would be better in together. Together, together yeah. Yeah, do it together. You say, Mom, I hate you, and, and you say, Yeah, Mom, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and tell her why and forgive her. She can't help it. No, she she can't. Because she hates her mother. She's just wired that way. Yes. Yeah. That's right. My grandmother was the same way. So. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get rid of your anger, you're going to do it to your children. You won't be able to help yourself because it's spiritual. Yes. Isn't that mm -hmm. right? Are you guys married? Are you married? Daily battle. Are you married? Yes. You're married. And how many children? Two boys, two teenage boys. Wow. Have you already messed them up? Probably. Yeah. Have you had but a I'm, talk? Have you talked to them yet? I talk to them a lot. I'm, I'm open to talking to them. Oh, good. Yes. Did you go and apologize to them? I do apologize to them. What do they say? If I, if I blow up or. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, My younger one gives me a hug all the time, so he probably. Oh uh, no! Stop yeah. the hugs. <laughs> yeah. He tried to get along with you. Mm -hmm. You notice that? That's why he's trying yeah, to appease you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tell him to stop but hugging. My, My older one, he's tough. He's yeah. More like my husband. Oh, okay. Strong, very strong. Well, yeah. make sure you tell a younger one: don't be hugging mommy. You're becoming a beta male. Because he's just trying to get it's along true. with you. Isn't that right? It's true. So make sure you yeah, do it soon so he can start to yeah, overcome that. Yeah, 13. I'd like him to. Yeah. Did you tell your husband, you apologize to your husband? Oh, yes. What, what did he say? From. Was he surprised you were coming to him and apologizing? I, no, no, he wasn't. I think um, we, we talk a lot. Our, our relationship is very we, we do discuss things a lot, so he good. wasn't surprised. Well, go and, and it's very easy to talk to him. Oh, good. Yeah. Right on. Well, and go and forgive your mother so you guys can be free. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. It okay. really will. So you got to do it. I know, we do. All right. You, you look like you're scared just we'll thinking come about back. it. We'll come back. <laughs> He's like... She's, she's, she's a piece of work. <laughs> We'll, we'll get there. We'll, and that we'll come back and tell you about it. Please do. Yeah, you got to do it. So here's what, you know, God said that we must be born again. And, and salvation is about overcoming mama and returning to the father. That's what salvation is about for men and women. And you've heard people say, oh, if you believe in God, go down to the front of the church, confess Jesus, Lord and Savior, and say that you believe in him and you shall be born again, right? You've heard that, right? It doesn't work. It does not work. But once you forgive, because you're trying to overcome that spirit. And so once you forgive your mothers and grandmothers, then God will forgive you and return you to your fathers. And it's through your earthly fathers that you return to God. Through him, because no man or woman can get to the father unless you go through the son. And as I've said, the earthly man represent the father. You are the Christ. That's why you're so hated. They hate you because you represent Christ.
And they don't realize it. The children of the lie don't realize why they hate men. But it's because you represent Christ to the point that the mother will destroy you even as a kid. But because she doesn't understand what's going on. And so you got all power, all authority is inside of you. That's why the man is, is uh, under attack. Because if Satan can get rid of that man, he can get rid of everybody else. Real easy. Did you go and forgive your, your mother in the red? Yes, I've forgiven my mother. You went to her? Um, she's deceased. Oh, I'm sorry about that. And how about your father? Yes, I've forgiven my father. Is he, uh, is he dead too? No, he's still alive. Oh, you went to him? Yes. And how did it go? What happened? He didn't believe anything that I said. He didn't believe it? <laughs> and that's the beauty. He doesn't need to. Why didn't he believe you? Well, because when I was a child, I was a liar and, you know, I did, you know, I stole from him. And oh. he was like, well, you know, you have, you claim to be so holy, you know, you used to lie and steal and do all this. And now you're coming at me. And yeah. I'm just like, well, <laughs> that's what I used to do. Can't right. deny that. But, you know. Yeah. If he's right, if he's right, I say, yeah, you're right. And I'm sorry. Right. I was wrong. Right. And then just start becoming that. And he will see it. And if he does, it doesn't matter anyway. Right. Right. Are these, are these people related to you? Yes. This your son? Yes. Hey, son. How old are you? I'm 15. You're 15. Um, um, how you feel about your mother? Um, mom, don't get upset. But <laughs> right now, emotionally, I can't stand her or my family. Yeah. And, and why not? Um, because I'm a beta male, and every decision I make is um, to make a change in my life that I can't physically make a change. I, I got baptized because I got tired of um, state, Satan and his demons coming after me and um, trying to whisper things in my ear and make me do things like turn to Satanism like I did. Yeah. And... Um, I got baptized because I needed to fill that hole. Yeah. And God didn't let me get baptized. And then when we moved churches, um, I forced myself to get baptized even though Jesus said, um, God said no. But I can't, I, I tried to forgive her. I, I started out, I was like, Mom, I'm sorry for this, but you, you did this. And I thought it worked. And I was like, well, crossed out my mom. I'm going to go to my dad. I did my dad, and that one was genuine. We both cried. We, we told each other that we were both sorry. And he was the one I was most afraid of. And then now I'm sitting here, and I'm listening to you talk, and I'm realizing that I actually never forgave my mom. Yeah. And that's why I'm so upset even coming here. I didn't want to come because I didn't even understand what was going on. I can tell you didn't want to be here because you had that hood on looking like Trayvon Martin. <laughs> 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 but I'm glad. Are you glad you came now? Um, yeah. How old are you? I'm 15. Oh, 15. Um, you want me to tell you how to forgive your mother? Yeah. Have you ever done things you regret it after you did it? You wish you had not done it? Yeah. And then you say, well, I would never do it again, but you end up doing it again anyway? Yeah. That's how your mother is. You got that from her. So by being that way, you know exactly how she feels. She couldn't help herself. Whatever she's done to you, she could not help it. 
it's not like she had a baby just to screw it up. She wanted to love you, but she didn't have love at the time because she had this anger against her mother. And uh, so if you can understand that about you, it will help you to understand that about her, and that will cause you to forgive her. She really can't help us. She loves you, she, you know, in the best way she can. But she needed your father there. She needed to overcome her parents. She really could not help herself. And so if you forgive her by realizing that she can help herself, God will forgive you. Then you can deal with her properly. You can speak up, but you won't be angry. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I just, my pride <laughs> won't allow me to just physically tell her, like, I forgive you for, you know, whatever. It's just because I feel, for a long time I felt my anger made me strong and that my forgiveness had made me weak. So then I had um, stopped forgiving people. I stopped forgiving people who bullied me. And because through people who bullied me when I was younger, they were all black, I decided to not forgive the whole um, culture yeah. of black people. Yeah. And yeah. and. So my unforgiveness, I felt, made me weak, and that my anger made me strong. Right, but now you realize that's wrong, right? Yes. It's the anger that made you weak. And for the record, you are black. He is black, folks. This is not a white man saying he hates black people. But I totally understand that. Angry people don't love anyone. If you have anger, it's impossible to have love. You don't have love. You have an emotional love that comes with anger, but that's not love. Um, I totally understand that, but if you really want real strength, you got to forgive. You speak up, but don't resent. And then you start seeing great things happen in your life. All right? All right. Your mother really, can't you tell that your mother can't help herself? She's, I mean, she just to- talked about her father and how things were for her, was for her. Have she told you about her life? No. Oh, you should share uh, with them your life, what happened to you while growing up. And that will help him to understand it, too. It really would. He doesn't know what you have gone through as a kid growing up. Well, I have shared a lot of my childhood about, well, I was raised by my dad. So, um, and my mom, she was an addict. And my dad told me that she may have been murdered um, during one of her escapades. Uh Uh-huh. So um, I was raised by my dad. I've talked to him a lot about, you know, my experiences with him, growing up with him. and You talked to your son? Yes. Okay. And my daughter. That's your daughter, too? Oh, yes. hi, daughter. I'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and um, how hard it was to just deal with him being so angry yeah. and volatile all the time. Yeah. Because he was verbally abusive. Yeah. Very verbally abusive, manipulative. Um, just he had to have everything his way. It was his way at a highway. Right, I heard know? that before. <laughs> and my that's the environment that I grew up in. And I, I don't know why he said I didn't tell this to him. You um, remember maybe, those stories? Maybe it's nerves. He probably so angry at you. He doesn't want to remember. It. <laughs> he doesn't believe it. But you let it go, man. Forgive her. Why can't you live with your father? Well, for one, he's a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, and my God. Not only that. From bad to worse. <laughs> I know. But um, not only that, but he's my stepdad. So I feel. Oh, man. Um, worse. <laughs> Where's your real father? Um, from my, what my mom said, uh, he didn't love me and he wanted an abortion. 
Um, so. That's a shame you would tell him that. Yeah, it is. I realize. I can't believe you told him that. I realize now that that was a mistake. Every one of these guys and gals in here want to beat you up right now. I'm sure they do. And I am like open for whatever because yeah. I do deserve that beating. Um, but life circumstances happened to where I felt that he needed to know. Because he had a bunch of questions that I just didn't know how to answer. You could have said that not around. You had to say he didn't love you. He wanted to abort you. Yeah. That is pure evil. But he did tell me to get an abortion, though. But he didn't need to know that. You're right. He didn't need to know that. Wow. I'm sorry that happened to you, too, but he didn't need to hear that. You're right. He didn't. Do you know where his father is? No, I do not. You don't have, do you know his family? His no, father's family? Not. You just met this guy walking down the road or something? <laughs> <laughs> I had a career that wasn't very, um, that would be comparable to slut walk. Oh, <laughs> a slut. Yes. Wow. Not professing, but right. that was in my past. I understand that. Um, no if, problem. If I was. In that life, I would definitely be at that parade <laughs> if I was not, you know, redeemed. Right. But, um, yeah, it was a one-night situation. And oh, okay. um, when I told him about, you know, everybody told me to get an abortion, I knew forever that it was wrong. Yes. But I still considered it. Um, but what made me change my mind and solidify, like, make it cement in my heart that this was wrong was when I looked at the monitor and I saw him. Right on. I wept for three days. Amazing. And I just, I couldn't um, bring myself to do it because that's a person. That's right. Yeah. Wow. See, your mother, she loved you. See, she tried to do the right thing. Does this help to hear all this? It, it, it does. Yeah. It's just, man, I mean, my dad, like, he loves me so much, like, your, your stepfather? Yeah, my stepfather loves me so much, and he tries so hard to make life easy. Yeah. But because of the way I am, I always push him away, kind of. Yeah. But then, not only do I push him away, I go, well, um, this is this is facts about God. And I try to conform him and be into being a Christian when it doesn't really work. I was just, um, I went to the beach a couple of days with a couple of friends from church. And they were just telling me, like, you're doing this wrong. I mean, what you're doing is, like, noble because you're going and you're trying to tell your dad the truth. But are you right with yourself, though? Yeah. And I'm just like, well, first of all, I forgive my mom, so I should go forgive my dad. But I haven't really forgiven my mom. Yes. So I just I push him away. I run away. And, and then, then I get my dad to these points where he's just so angry that he doesn't know what to do, and that he just wants to cry, but because he's a man, he he doesn't. Right. And so we sit down and we talk, and I see it on his face, the pain, but I try to be tough and, and ignore it. Well, will you cut that out? I mean, I have to. Yeah, because that's not the attitude of a beta, I mean, an alpha male. An alpha male is patient, honest. He has perfect love. He or she, female, have perfect love. And you're not, even though you go to church, you're not a, a Christian yet. Because a, a real son or daughter of God does uh, just not have that kind of anger. They do not have that. They have perfect love. They speak up, but they're not judging their fellow man. You, it's impossible to judge your father and mother if you were a true Christian. So you need to forgive so God can bring you back to him.
All right. And I know about step parents. I had I had a stepfather and he was a nice man, good man. But I would not accept him because my soul wanted my real father. It didn't identify with him at all. Even though he was a good man, my soul just could not accept him. And this is why you shouldn't have step parents. Because kids' soul are not going to accept step parents. It wasn't meant to be that way. It's not created that way. And so I just rejected myself, Father. So I know how you feel, but you need to overcome this anger so you can have a, a life for yourself. All right? All right. Will you, will you apologize to him and let that go too? Stop being that way with him? Um, yeah. Yeah. When, when I talked to him, I told him everything. Yeah. I told him that um, I was angry because he decided to come into my life. And be, I was upset because um, not only was I upset with him, I was upset with my sisters because I was like, basically, it sounds dumb, but I was like, like, man, why were you born? Like, come on now. Like, I had my mom and dad to myself. And yes. I understand that. Are you the only boy? Yeah, I'm the only boy. Wow. How many sisters? One, two. Oh, okay. You're going to be... So what is it that you need to forgive your mother for? Um, everything from... What she do to you? Well... First of all, bringing another man in your life. Yeah. Don't get upset, please. But first she brought another man in my life that, that shockingly, I ran up to and called him my father when I first seen him without knowing him. I ran up to him. I called him daddy. He picked me up. He hugged, hugged me. And that was that. Then second, um, I feel like she emotionally, she emotionally um, detached me because I got bullied a lot from school. And when I tried to come to her with certain things. I feel like she didn't address the situation. Yeah. And then I felt like when I talked to my dad about it, he basically looked at it like, oh, you have to be strong. And you have to be tough. But back then, I was weak. Yeah. And, and everybody else was bigger than me. So I used to get suspended for the things they would do. I, got, I almost got expelled and almost went to jail because of the way they, they're turning me into a person that wasn't good. Yeah. And um, then, like, now that I'm getting older... Not only that, but I'm starting to feel like um, she's, she's trying to do the right thing, but her trying to do the right thing is her kind of mental, mentally manipulating me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Every man on earth understand that. And every daughter does, too. That is what's happening. But you still have to forgive her. Call it out. They say, Mom, you're trying to manipulate me now mentally. It's not going to work. Get behind me, Satan. You got to just speak up now. Because you hear her and she wants to do the right thing now. And you're not, if you don't forgive her, you won't see that she has changed. You know, because that's what anger does. It blocks you so you can't see what's going on. And your mother can have totally changed. But because you're angry at her, you won't see it. It'll still look the same. So you got to forgive her. So you can have a good life, all right? All right. So how are you feeling right now? Well, I'm, I'm feeling, well, before I came here, I was most upset, like, dude possible. Um, me and my mom, we didn't see eye to eye. Uh, and the devil feels my anger, and it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So I started uh, hurting myself. and By doing what? Just punching walls and hitting metal and stuff. Yeah. And... Uh, so now I'm like 
I feel at a peace, kind of. Yes. Uh, similar to the peace I felt when I let everything out yes. with my dad. Um, I felt no peace when I had forgave my mom. Yeah. I felt no peace. But when I forgave my dad, I felt a peace, and I feel that peace now. Right on. Well, I want you to start doing the silent prayer. What school you go to? Uh, I go to a private school by okay. uh, Options for Youth. Um, we have some good guys that work with our nonprofit organization. And if you want, I can assign one of them as a mentor for you. And we can kind of help you through school and uh, help you get a job and do all that kind of stuff. Would you like that? I would like that, but I got to talk to my mom. Yeah, you got to talk about it. And then uh, I'll let you meet the mentor. And uh, he's really a good guy. Really, really is. And he'll teach you judo and all kind of stuff. And then you can beat up the bad guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So th- think about it. Let me know, and we'll assign someone to you. Okay. And then, but I want you to start doing my silent prayer too, so that God can take you the rest of the way. All right. I don't watch like you at all. I she just told me to watch you to forgive, right. and I didn't really get it. So right. I don't know your silent prayer. Oh, okay. Well, it's online, but I'll tell you about it. All right. All right. Real fast, and we got to get out of here. Time is almost up. So, how do you feel about your mother? I'm sorry? I don't know. How old are you? 13. Does she get on your nerve too? Uh, occasionally, I guess. Yeah. Do you understand now you have to forgive her? She's doing the best she can? Yeah. Yeah. Is it hard to let that go? Not really. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about yourself? Uh, I'm self-conscious a lot. You what? I'm self-conscious. And, and why? Um, I think mainly because of my grandma. Your grandmother, she made you self-conscious? Yeah. What did she do to you? Every time I would go over to her house, she would be like, don't eat too much or you'll get fat. You're already looking fat or like stuff like that. Amazing. Did she tell your mother that she was doing that? No, but I told her that she was doing that. You told your grandmother? I told my mom. Oh, you told your mother that your grandmother was doing that to you? <laughs> and what did your mother say? Don't listen to her. Oh, look, you got to keep her away from grandma. Um, that's kind of difficult to do, seeing that that's my husband's mother. And um, if I say that I don't want the kids over at either my father's house because he's poisoned right. or my mother-in-law's house, then that's a whole nother argument because but, he is like Siamese twins with her. Yeah, amazing. And uh, she calls him every day. Um, seven in the morning, waking him up, asking him what's going on, how he's doing, what's going on. And, Did and you then, tell him to watch my YouTube channel? <laughs> and then he turns around and he's like, um, I have to call my mom today. I haven't talked to her in a while. Didn't she just call you at seven this morning? Amazing. He's like, yeah, but I, I haven't hung out with my mom in a while. But can you at least talk to the grandmother and say, look, don't talk to my daughter like this? She can't stand me. She can't stand she you. Can't, she'll put she'll put on airs, right? Um, for the sake of her son, but in her heart of hearts, she can barely look. Is at that him. your father? She's talking about. Yeah. That's your father. Yeah. Won't you tell your father what his mother's doing to you? I don't know. I think I'm a little bit scared of him. You're scared of your father? What a mess! Um, can we all get together have counseling with your, with your husband and the kids? He, considering the whole religion thing, he doesn't want to come anywhere near 
50 feet of anything called a church. Well, don't call it a church. Call it barn. I did. And he still, <laughs> if I'm interested in it, he does not want anything well, to do with it. Because of time, I got to end. But we got to do something to help you guys, okay? Because your grandmother is wrong for doing that. And, and the purpose of parents is to protect you from that. And these parents are allowing it to happen. But don't pay any attention to her. All right? You hear me? Mm -hmm. Listen, next time she says that, if they don't help you, say, Grandma, shut up. You're evil. <laughs> All right? <coughs> really, I want you to tell Grandma, Grandma, you are an evil person. I'm a child, and you're doing this to me. You're an evil person. Will you tell her that? Probably not, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> tell her I told you to tell her. <laughs> I don't think that'll make it any better. <laughs> it will, but I want, you gotta, since your family won't fight for you, you've got to fight for yourself. Yeah. Because you're going to become angry at yourself, and you're going to go out there and do the wrong things. You're going to be looking for approval from guys. You're going to be very unhappy. You're going to make yourself fat because she's making you hate being fat. It's just going to be a mess for you. I'm sorry your, your parents won't help you. You have to keep your daughter away from her. Then I need some tools to use to convince my husband to not allow this to happen then. Does he know that the mother's doing this? Yes, he knows. And he doesn't care? He comes, with, he comes at me with the issues of, you know, mom's concerns. Lord have mercy. But we'll get you well. We'll, we'll. we'll help you, all right? You have any questions for me? No. Did you learn something today? Not really. Not really? You haven't learned you got to forgive? No, because my mom already went through that with me. And you haven't forgiven? Yeah. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk in a minute. All right, I got to end, but we'll talk some more. This is amazing, huh? This is where it's not about racism, sexism, homophobism, Islam, and no ism. It's in the homes. It's right in the homes. Isn't that amazing? And then she'll grow up and go off to college, or he will, both of them, and then the teachers will tell them racism. This is from slavery. This is from Jim Crow laws. It had nothing to do with that. It's in the homes. Amazing stuff. Um, so, we got to end. What I encourage you to do is do the prayer. It's a spiritual battle. It has nothing to do with the physical. It has nothing to do with the color. If you repent, you shall be born again, return to your original nature, and life will begin for you. It really will. And I made a little note. I want to remind you, everybody here and out there, do not give up. You know, things, if they, and stop listening to your thought, uh, young man, because every thought you get is a lie. There's no such thing as a true thought. That's Satan talking to you. All right? God doesn't talk to you. He reveals things. So stop listening to your thoughts, all right? They're not your own. So do the prayer, folks. I'm out of time. Don't forget to support us. Donate. The uh, silent prayers on uh, silentprayer.video. Also, rebuildingdemand.com slash church. It's about forgiving. You cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven unless you forgive. Really, you can't. You're not going to, you can go to church, you can read the Bible. It's not going to happen until you forgive. All right, don't forget to tune into the radio show. Do we have a men's meeting this week? Yes. Okay, men's form this Thursday. Every 
come to the men's meeting uh, Thursday night. Every third, third, every first Thursday night for men only, third for ladies only, and Sunday morning for everybody and their mama. All right, tune into the radio show. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good one. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. <laughs>